it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So let's talk about the DC stuff, just to transition into it. Um, to transition to talk about the Batgirl directors. So obviously last week they had a bunch of Leslie, Sta- Leslie Grace put out a statement. Really nice. Really classy. Everyone's being classy. Everyone's being very nice. Uh, again, their statements are more about each other and the fans, not so much the studio as far as like, oh, understanding or oh, we'll work together again. They don't seemingly have that same sentiment as the studio of, oh, I can't wait to one day down the line. No. Um, and it's been cool to see the stuff she's been posting, the director's been posting, and very kind of bummerish too because the two biggest things we got well i guess even before the photos what i should talk about let's see yeah wonder woman 2017 all did almost 200 million more than mass Steel. okay i thought so but for some reason i was questioning it because i know man of steel had more like lackluster box office still a hit but still like that's apparently what warner brothers looked at as but um what I should say about the background directors as they were saying that james gunn reached out to them and edgar wright reached out and then kevin feige the Kevin Feige thing, I had very like mixed feelings on. I'm not Kevin Feige doing it, just the reaction to it, because it was, it was super strange. It was there was a lot of like what about isms, and I get it. I'm 100 on it. So he put out this statement that's like, "Hey, I just want to reach out to you guys about the wedding. Congratulations, up!" But I'm really sort of here about Brat Batgirl. We're proud of what you do, and especially with Miss Marvel. Uh, hope to see you soon. Hope you're doing well. Hope to see you soon. And I get it, right? 
I'm 100% in line with the whole Marvel and the FX team. And we don't know where that comes down to, right, with Shea Picker, Feige. But still, I agree with people that, like, they're Feige's the one that, if they need an entire third act change, that's likely Feige and the team. That's probably not Shea Picker. Like, I hope it's not them. So there's probably a crossover problems. But the whole thing of, like, there's so many quote tweets of, like, oh, I hope he cares as much about his FX artists. I agree 100%. They need to be paid better. They need to work better. I know people say, oh, well, the industry is known as a grind. It doesn't, it can change. They need to be paid better. They need to do better hours. Things like Marvel want a whole third act change in like two weeks. That shouldn't be happening. And I hope that one, these reports make them change their ways. And two, just look at their fucking phase four and some of the shit we've gone there. Looks bad. Looks really bad. Pip the Troll, the log truck from Moon Knight, the Miss Marvel skull, people turning into skulls. Not good stuff. You know, like they should probably know, okay, we gotta slow down now. But people with those comments, it's just weird because I get about the Foggy thing, but it Foggy didn't tweet this. I think I'd be more fine if Foggy like tweeted this out and you're going after him. But these were the directors. They share this image on Instagram. They've had the probably I would say career-wise, the worst week of their life. They made this film. They're about to release it. They made a film by fucking Michael Keaton and Batgirl in the DC Universe. Got canned. You may never see a single clip of it again. And they got an email from the most successful producer in Hollywood right now, maybe of all time. And people are just taking that chance to shit on. It's just like, let these guys have a fucking bone. Like the Foggy FX thing, it's, it's very much like in most cases – not everyone's all good and not everyone's all bad. He can still be, and that's what people I think kind of took it as like, he could still maybe, him and his company could still not be the greatest with FX. They could even be shitty with that and they need to change that. Even if they don't even think they're being shitty, they got to change that. But he could still actually be caring about these people. He didn't tweet this out. He didn't post on his Instagram. They shared it. Now, would you say, oh, he was doing that because maybe they would share it? Sure, but he didn't know that. They shared it. One, because I think it's just like they're trying to show that Hollywood's with them. Also, I do think they're sharing it because it's just kind of like, oh, thank you, Kevin, because it's just like we're going to be coming back and doing more work with Kevin because I do really think they will be going back to Marvel. I really do. Whether it is shooting more Miss Marvel Season 2 if that happens, maybe it is a separate project. I think it's going to happen. I don't know how much about the Leslie Grace thing because Leslie Grace, I always feel like that's more the casting department, right? But unless they feel really strong of, hey, we want to bring this person over, I don't know. But Espop says, sending a personal email to someone you work with isn't the same as a blanket statement about your company or something. And that's that's the thing where I, I'm fine with the FX thing. Drag them after. But it was just a weird time. It just felt like some people were kind of down on DC. So it was just like, well... Let's take a shot at some – like because the FX thing – and not that it's not true, but that's like the the biggest thing people can take a shot at, right? Because whether it's box office or reviews or critics or fans, most of it is subjective. Obviously, actually, I guess the box office isn't. But the quality of stuff, we can come out with a bunch of MCU stuff and you can argue if it's good, bad, if it's the cookie cutter. But the FX thing is the new punch, right? Because for so many years, DC had so many punching bags and the FX thing is the go-to because it is shitty. It is bad. But I was just like – I don't think this is the time. Like, it's just like, let these guys celebrate a win. They got this guy. And that to me is a good thing. This guy that's a big producer saying, can't wait to see you again. If my film just got canceled, one, the guy that didn't cancel my shit before, I'm happy he's contacted me. And two, the guy who's a part of the biggest franchise right now is contacting me again. Probably might mean I have some work also. They'll get work. But I mean, like working clearly. They worked on Miss Marvel and they did Batgirl. Clearly, they're fans of this genre, right? So the same way as James Gunn when he got kicked away from uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three, 
what was it? I wanted him to do personal stuff, but no, he wanted to stick in the comic genre. He went to do Suicide Squad. He went to do Peacemaker. I th- it was just a weird thing. But do I think this is just even more fire that they bring them back tomorrow? Yes, because even then, it, they clearly like them. Miss Marvel, I always you know, want to say this to people, but Miss Marvel is one of, if not their best-reviewed MCU project. They were a part of that. Lots of people shout out their episodes as being the strongest. I definitely disagree on the finale, but I agree on the pilot. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, what a good PR stunt. Hey, you know those directors that got fucked over and their project taken away? They're back, and they're doing this with us. And, oh, yeah, we love them. You're such a good guy. Like, that helps with perception, right? So even if it's just a Disney Plus show, which is still big, I think they will be back. Um, I don't. I know some people are like, "Oh, bring them back and let them do Secret Wars." A big fuck you. At the end of the day, the company is still more about like making the right choice and not just giving a big fuck you to DC. Now, I think you can do both those things where you can make a right choice and a big fuck you to DC, and not even it's a fuck you to DC because DC and Marvel 100% are correct where they need each other to do well because most of the GI just looks at them as superhero films, not the brands. But for us fans, the PR move is to bring them back. And then it's like, yes, they come out they, and then they're going to talk about, oh, such a better experience, had a good time, all this thing. You know, like there's a run to be made there. So I think it will happen. I think it probably will happen next year, to be honest. If they were to do something on D23, that would be the fucking mic drop. Just like right away, like they're doing this. That would be great. I hope it does because I want them to find some stuff. I want them to get another big franchise and not take it away from them. So. We'll see. We'll see what Feige's doing. But what these directors are doing, they're dropping shit. They're dropping pictures. Now, they released, like, I guess you could say the official first look at Keaton. It's a picture that someone else took. But still, it is. And the, these things just made me sad. It was a picture of Barbara. And then it was on the directors. And then Michael Keaton there. Uh, I don't think the suit was fully finished. And I'm not going to bind just people saying, oh, the films, the suits look cheap on the set during the movie. That's one of the reasons we cancel it. No, it's just I think that's all fake shit. The reason that Batgirl suit looks cheap because it's supposed to. You know, and I think they're just using that as a reason. Like, oh, this just like, they probably don't even know what fucking Burnside costume is. Like, oh, look at this costume. This is the best they could do. This is outrageous. No, it's a choice. If that's actually it, even though I don't think it has anything to do with the quality of this uh, canceling the show or movie. Um, the only thing I did agree with people are making the like Laura Croft comparisons where Laura Croft in the first game where her chest is very like rectangly. That was Keen's. It was a big, his pecs were really far out there and very pointed, but I think that would have been fixed. But um, it was nice to see the other thing that was cool to see because like we haven't really seen that official one. So it was cool to see him in the suit. The other one that was really just depressing to me was it was Babs, uh, Jim Gordon, and some of her friends in the movie. And they're, they're at Christmas. And I was like, man. I just so badly want to see a live action scene of Jim Gordon and Barbara Gordon at Christmas, celebrating Christmas. I don't care where it is. And it's just like, that's where, again, talking about maybe, sure, you could get a scene of people in Christmas. It's like so many times in BVS or Man of Steel or Justice League or even Aquaman, is there time to have a Christmas tree opening thing? But no, that's what you'd get with these smaller films, like a Birds of Prey, you know, like a Joker. And when I saw it, I was like, man, this is even more of a bummer. It's great that these photos are coming out, but it's also just a bummer of like, I want to see that so bad. So I hope we do one day, even if it's kind of illegally. I hope we do see it one day. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. The other thing that Umbro was talking about, the J.J. Abrams series is still in the work as far as Constantine. Um... I don't know. Uh, <laughs> or sorry, no, this didn't come from the Umberto thing. No, this came from a report deadline put out the weekend of like the dish and talking about stuff. Um, I'll believe when I see it. JJ got signed to this, what, 2019, about three years ago now, maybe a little less than, but three years ago. Um, 
because I think it was, if not, maybe it was 2020 after Rise of Skywalker, but around three years, he got 500 million. We've seen nothing else from him other than like ideas. Um, sure, but again, I just still feel like if you hire DC, not only do you want a bad robot, I feel like JJ directing, sure, a pilot is nice, but a movie, that's that's like the main fucking thing. Like a JJ Abrams DC movie sounded great. I. Again, because at one point it sounded like the Tanashi Coates thing was going to be about a black Superman. They said, oh, we're going to have black writers, black director, and stuff like that. I still think J.J., even though Rise of Skywalker was a massive misstep. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. His, I think JJ's just bred to do a Superman movie. I think he would be outstanding at it. But I think now politics have kind of changed that around. But I, I just think he would knock it out of the fucking park. I really do. I, I, I have still, if you were to ask me who's the number one person I want to do Superman, JJ. JJ, I've been saying for years, but I don't think it's going to happen in the show. All right, cool. The only thing that interests me about it is just JJ's doing a bit more like the horror slanted stuff when he was apparently working on the Justice League Dark stuff. Like, that's not what I would have expected from JJ. So we'll see. But apparently it's still in the work, you Constantine fan. So uh, there was rumors it was maybe even casting and stuff like that. Again, it's tough because of my next project too, or next topic here. I don't know how you know, what the budgets are and how much they really want to do for HBO Max. Because at one point, just then, like, oh, so much spinoff in films we can do from DC on HBO Max, where now it's just what will or will not. I know James Gunn again tweeted out that Peacemaker safe. I believe it, but at the same time, it's just safe for now, you know. Uh, Idris Elba, he was doing press for Beast, a movie I will not see. I keep getting that preview all the time. Uh, that fucking song stuck in my head, though. It's fucking scary. I got goosebumps right now. The so the movie I doubt will be as scary as the song. Go watch the trailer. It'll be stuck in your head, too. But uh, So he was doing an interview with Eric Davis, funny enough, and they said, hey, when are we going to see you Marvel or DC next? And I got to find the quote because I know he said he's cooking something up, which, which sounds funny, but like it was more like i can't remember if he said cooking something up or just cooking something big up now i know you're gonna love people like why the fuck does it matter but still like there's a difference between cooking something up and cooking something big up you know but my whole point is okay that's great let's see he's just working on a new dc project Eric Davis, here we go um my thing is again with hbo max stuff is it gonna happen let's see he okay this is where i want to clarify he said he's got a really big thing cooking for dc right now let's hope it's not just fucking an audiobook right and the audiobooks are great but it's just like what is he cooking 100 thanos thumbnail what is he cooking s bubs um i would imagine something with blood sport right but here's the thing peacemaker it happened so maybe if i'm zaslov who's apparently this numbers guy right and he looked at suicide squad and he might look at it, even though it was in that era my hope is that he'd go okay it was in the era where we did the cross, 
you know, the day and date release, if we released in theaters, we would have made more. And Peacemaker was successful. I hope he just doesn't look at Suicide Squad and go, oh, that really underperformed, eh? Because then things like what I assume this is, an Idris Elba Bloodsport project would go away. I think he would be done, or that project would be done movie or HBO Max. And now, if it's not a movie, if it's HBO Max, again, I'm still less confident on it. Idris Elba has done TV lots of times before. It fits with James Gunn saying that he has, I think he said, like three other DC projects that he was working on aside from Peacemaker. Uh, I still thought one of those was a Harley Quinn one. That Who knows what's happening now with Joker 2. And Bloodsport, that makes sense. Idris is a big star. People like him. It's just the fact of, are those all still on the table? Does Zazoff or whoever they hire, like an Alan Horn, or obviously Alan Horn's hired, but I mean, like, as Alan Horn slash the DC Studios guy or gal that would be separate from Alan Horn, do they view that as a viable thing? Would they view a Bloodsport Iris Elba as a viable thing? I don't think so. So I hope whatever he is cooking, it comes up and it's actually real and we can see it and everything like that and it gets announced. Um, I don't think we're having a fandom this year. I think that maybe would have been the place, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I want to see. I like Bloodsport enough. I like Iris Elba. So I'm game. I, I'm really happy what he's done with Peacemaker, meaning uh, James Gunn. So I, I would want to see it. I'd love it if he got to carve out his own little universe there and kept doing things. But everything's in flux, right? And that's thing. anything you could have been working on a few weeks ago or not. And that's why I'm sure creators are feeling the same way. But um, this was an interesting one. Zazie beats and talks to reprise her role for Sophie in joker fully uh fully ado i don't know who who knows but uh as well says give me rat catcher 2 and whatever project bloodsport is going to be in then i'll be hyped that'd be good i would like it if it was a duo i, I i'm down if they do the one-offs but if they did like you know a couple characters together I, i'm down for that now a suicide squad sequel or the third squad do i think that could happen mm, i think that's over i think that's I, I obviously never say never, but if you were to ask me, do we see another film like that? I'd say no. I think they'll move on. But, um, but yeah, Zazie Beats in talks to bring back for Joker here. Let's see. Google Translate that title, Snail. Let's see. Did I which which title? Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot TCC. Oh, maybe it's the one you're talking about. Yeah, I, I know it's like Madness for two or something like that. But uh, yeah, Fillet uh, Adieu. I always screw. I feel like the first time we did it. Um, on Geekverse, I nailed it, and now I'm always unconfident. But um, I still wonder if it's going to keep that title for marketing. I really do. If it's because I just feel like Madness for Two might just go up. I still think Mad Love is the prime one. But uh, uh, yeah, that's happening. Gaga confirmed it. Everyone's making this joke at her uh, chrome chromatic ball. She made like she's singing. There's a lyric that says Joker's, and she had put a lot of emphasis on Joker's. Man, that concert. And apparently it's a concert, then you go into a ball, and people are wearing costumes. I gotta get a fucking Lady Gaga costume. My god. Now I think Lady Gaga is like fucking top tier music too for as far as pop and everything like that. But the concert, what people are doing, just being like fun and freaky, man, I gotta get there. So I can't wait to do that one day. But um, this is interesting because there's two ways you can... I think there's three ways you can look at this. One is the one that everyone doesn't... Not everyone... Lots of people say, hey, I don't want Joker 2 because for me, Travis Snell, I, I should switch back. I, I look at that ending with Joker 2 when he, 
the people, the car gets hit and he gets saved and the people raise him up on the car roof and he does the Joker smile. I look at that as real. And that's why I've always said you could do a Joker too because I feel like he could be a Charlie Manson type of character where he has followers. Yes, I do think this Joker could go up against the Batman. Why? Because he would have all these other people getting in Batman's way, fighting them. Joker's never the brawn, you know, unless sometimes he's ripped like an MMA fighter. But Joker to me should never be the brawn. So to me, it's like, oh, he has all these followers. This makes sense. But lots of people's pitch were, well, I don't want a sequel because in my mind, that part with the cop and his blood smell, that's in his head. And if we do Joker 2, it's going to confirm stuff that's in his head and isn't in his head. And to me now, as he Beats coming back, that's number one where it could do that. We had this whole thing where uh, it, he thought he had a girlfriend, he didn't, and then they have that very disturbing scene, right, of, you know, I had a bad day, and he looks over that music, that jun, 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 and it's just like so good, that score, man. But the thing is, he leaves. We don't know what happens. After he leaves, I think when he's in his living room, there is a uh, ambulance and police lights, right? So some people look at it as he could have killed her, he could have done worse, or maybe he just left. We don't know. The second you start to bring her back, like for real, let's say he's on trial or let's say she is like a person like, hey, you were his neighbor. What did you think about him? You will start to reveal things about the first movie that you maybe didn't want to know. Uh, to me, I think they clearly laid out what's real and isn't real in the Joker. So many people go with the whole like, oh, he ends up back at the hospital. You know, like what is real? What did happen? I, there's elements of that, that fil film, but. To me, clearly in Joker 2, when something is fake, they reveal it or they tip you off. Like when Joker's talking to Robert De Niro in the uh, show at the very beginning, right away, he's like daydreaming. It's very over the top. And like the Zazie Beats thing, they revealed that later on. So to me, that I, now that's the problem. Did, what happened with her? That I don't know. And I don't know how she, why she would need to come back. But like I said, maybe a character reference for a neighbor. The two other ways are just talking about, hey, I was in love once, even if he's replaying scenes, maybe there are new scenes about his time with Sophie. Or three, Sophie is also like in imagination, like because he's going to be, I think, seeing some things in here, hence the musical numbers. She might just come in a musical number or something like that. So I think there's lots of routes here to go with. I, I wouldn't mind if there was somewhat of a bigger role. I think I lean towards it being the real person or the figmentation. I think that would be kind of fun because Zazie Beats is great. And between uh, uh, Joker and some other stuff recently, she's great, but she's in it for a small amount, right? So. I'd be down, but this definitely surprised me. Definitely did not see this coming. Uh, and then, yes, because the chat brought up about it, you know, how can you not? Uh, Ezra Miller, well, uh, let me read the exact quote because I don't want to, I don't want to, um, <laughs> I don't want to misquote anything. I don't want to say anything and everything like that. So the headline was Variety. And, and here's the thing. I will say there has been stuff before that's been reported where from Variety and stuff where it's like, hey, this looks really bad. And then there's been some people that said, hey, this is actually the real case. This is the story. There was one story that was going out that even someone took away later and said, ah, that actually wasn't 100% true. I kind of made something up or it got over-examined or it got just bolstered up, right? That's the problem with the Ezra situation. Lots of the stuff that they are going through is tons of, I won't say hearsay, but the uh, like he said, she said. I'm not talking about the pronouns. I'm just talking about like the people or they said, they said. You know, like you don't know. And there's definitely some stuff warranted to it. There, I, I'm the same way where I am in both camps where I do think Ezra needs help. I do think there's stuff going on with them. But at the same time, I think that there's something a bit more than – I. I've always said this. I think there's part where they might just be an asshole, you know, and there's just still even stuff where I know the whole, like 
that was the excuse or the reasoning with that first Iceland video, right? Was like, oh, they were just playing around and then this joking happened. The video didn't show it. I guess. But then later on, that woman did come out and talk about it. And then I just, I've just never been in a state where I've (laughs) joked around. Now, I guess that's where drugs come in or maybe alcohol, right? And that's where, that's where the problem comes in. But I've just never been in a state where I've been joking around and I choke a woman and bring her down. And there's just other things that they've said in the past or they've done that's not even illegal that I go, uh, I, not, not a big fan. So I've said this already before where what do they do? I don't know. I think they, it's just so funny when, so what I'll read the headline. I guess I should not barely lead. Flash star Ezra Miller charged with a felony burglary in Vermont. Uh, let's see. Ezra Miller, the embattled star of Warner Brothers movie, has been charged with felony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to the police report, uh, we're notified of the burglary complaint from a residence in Stamford at 5.55 on May 1st. So, it's, let's see. Okay, so now, now I'm wondering. Okay, that's why I should read the whole rest of the story. But, uh, May 1st. Police found that several bottles of alcohol were taken from the residence while the homeowners were not present. After collecting statements and looking at surveillance videos, police found that the probable cause to charge Miller with felony burglary into an unoccupied dwelling. Uh, police located Miller on August 7th at 11.30 p.m. and issued a citation to appear in Vermont uh, court uh, September 26th. So... Ryan saying, "Yo, bro, first time watching long time podcast, or first time watching long time podcast listener from GB. Are you from GB like Green Bay? Let me know because if Green Bay, that's good. I need some more cheese heads here. But hey, thank you very much. I really appreciate you listening for all these years. Let me know when the first time you started listening too, because that happens all the time. These where oh, I don't get to tune in and obviously I'm doing a solo thing today, but uh, I will pass it on. So thank you very much. But um, so again, that's the thing where this is like." Is it bad behavior? Yes. Is it the end of the world that he stole that they sorry they stole some liquor? No. I did look. Uh, I, I can't remember. Uh, Clay, if you're in the chat, you looked up like how much liquor you have to steal to get like a felony. As as I've always said, it's a tricky issue for people saying they want to protect the B- DC brand, and you have this person. Okay, the UK, right? Okay. <laughs> Damn, I was hoping Green Bay. Actually, why do they even say that? Because there's no place just called. Uh, oh no, there's a Green Bay pack. Okay, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Okay, I'm getting all mixed up. But Ryan, it's great to see you here. Um, they're in a tricky situation. The movie's a pair. Okay, so $100 worth in Vermont. That's what it costs to get a felony. So it's just terrible news. No. Is it another just adding to the problems? Yes. Is it problematic behavior from them? Yes. Is it behavior that I still... I People always do this where there's a report and they say, oh, DC has no interest in working with them uh, after this movie. And people are like, what other DC project? He's not. They're not announcing any DC projects. Ezra's, this is just it. It's just saying like, hey, fuckers, when we go to do anything with the Flash, we're not going to use Ezra or we're just not going to use the Flash. It's pretty simple. But people always go, oh, I, I don't see them in any projects signed up. All right. It's like if I had a bad experience with a restaurant, I would say I'm not going back to that restaurant. They say, well, you didn't book a reservation. No, I just don't plan on going back at all. <laughs> you know, so um, I still think that they'll be quiet. Again, for protecting the DC brand, it's a little hypothetical or critical. Again, also, I guess I'm wrong because they say, well, we mean the quality of the film. We don't give a shit about the real world. Okay, that's fine. Um, I, I think Ezra is safe until you, till they do something 
Um, very, very bad. Very uh, a, a proven assault, a proven, you know, very bad crime or drug usage. Until then, they're just going to chalk it up to someone having problems, which could be true. But uh, let's see if they stay quiet till uh, flash time. So, uh, 